Welcome to Mug Talk Man Cave. Here we discuss things that we men go through mentally and emotionally when we go through heartaches, crisis, parenthood, and more. Thank you for tuning in our first episode. I am Artis, or you could call me Fartiz. There's Zaza. You could call him. You could uh, his at on Instagram is Jan Zaza. Corey, Wendell, um, and we also got Jared at This Is My Love Handle. And you could also follow us at Mug Talk Man Cave. And today, we're going to talk about uh, men's mental health, men's trauma, and, you know, we're going to go from there. So when was the first time, you know, you felt you weren't okay? So with me, it was uh, when I was a kid um, in school, you know, my my teacher was like at telling my parents that I should take uh you know, I should take some medications for my ADHD and anxiety. And I always questioned that, like, what if my parents actually took me to counseling and therapy? And, you know, and from there, you know, growing up, I I, I knew I wasn't okay. And, you know, I took myself, I took myself to, through therapy um, when, you know, during adulthood. I, it's funny, I never had a, a childhood trauma. Um, I think more of my trauma came up as an adult. Um, I think more of it, uh, you got to know what it is. You got to know what it is to address it. As a child, uh, like you said, you was a child. Your, your parents probably didn't know no better. If you don't know no better, you're not going to seek for anything better. But as we get older, you start knowing better. So you start doing different things, uh, making different moves and stuff like that. But yeah, I think my trauma came when my father passed away, and I was 22. So that's when all my trauma happened, and the hell is still going on. So, yeah. Um, the first time I could probably remember, like, yeah, like some sort of like hitting a wall or something. I'll say it was like, um, I was my family's, um, well, my mom and dad's first child. Well, not my dad's first child, but just them as together. So it was just, I think it was pressure, like dealing with like, you know, like trying, trying to make them proud and be successful and everything. So like, you kind of not being yourself normally, you know, everything you want to do is the right thing to do and, and be like the, the golden child per se. And um, I was kind of like that the whole time until like, it was some slip ups, you know, just being like a, 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 like a teenager, probably around 12, 13. It was just like, I'm not perfect, you know, but it's like, damn, you, you feel like you a uh, disappointment to your, your, your parents or whatnot. Um, but getting older, um, it wasn't really the case. Probably it was the case with my mom, but my dad wanted me to just be like, you know, be a boy into a teenager, into a man. So, um, I'll say the thing that happened that needed to happen was probably like talks, you know, like some one-on-one -on -one talks or whatever. So I had to internalize all of that and then uh, just dealt with it, you know? Yeah, deal with it like a man, like they say, right? Yeah, I mean, when I was What a boy, did that even mean though? What did like, yeah, that even mean? Like, what did that that's even a good mean? point too. What does that even mean? Because back yeah. in the day, again. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, 
Um, I'm the second child of um, two brothers, and my brother was always the prodigy child, as Wendell, as Wendell was saying. So I always had a big shadow to fill up. And it was hard because you, um, we went to the same school, so I would hear the expectations that my brother did. And, you know, you think you're just trying to keep up with your brother, but you, one thing I was hearing from like aunts and uncles, like, why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your brother? And it took me a while um, to like really process that and be like, yo, you can be your own man. And Wendell's here and he doesn't remember it, but he gave me a little small speech when he, he was picking us up one time. This one he had graduated and I was still in elementary school and he came to pick us up. And I remember being really frustrated with one day because I kept hearing my teachers going like, your brother would never act like this. Your brother wouldn't get these type of grades. And Wendell kind of gave me some words of wisdom, like, hey, you're your own person. You can't be your brother. And you need to understand that. And from that day on, that's where I started finding my own, my own voice, my own sort of path. And sometimes it, it takes a while, but sometimes you just need, you just need people in your life. Yeah, so like like comparison when uh, you're growing up, I was like exactly like that too, like being compared to my cousins, you know, they're going to this and that college, they're getting certain grades and it gets to you, like the comparison. Yeah, I, can, I, can definitely say, I can segue off of that and just say, you know, like I feel the family dynamic is super important. You know, it's, it's, it just create, it just really hits you like where, when you were born and you know, the, the structure of your siblings, like, I was a middle child. I was a middle boy of uh, my older brother and younger sister. So it's just like, you know, I saw a lot with my brother getting in trouble and just really just testing the really not even testing the boundaries, really kind of just going, going as deep as you can go, you know, on getting locked up and then just doing his thing. And just me seeing that and knowing that I didn't want to put my parents through that same stress, through that same trauma, in a sense, uh, that was early on for me. Um, I think trauma is, is a tough one because trauma could be anything, you know, it's, it's really on, on that individual person, uh, what, what traumatic experience, what trauma is to them, you know, it could be losing a pet. It could be, you know, uh, having losing or misplacing a teddy bear that somebody gave you, who knows, it could be something. Right. So like, I think seeing some of the trauma growing up in a divorced family for me, you know, uh, when I was nine, seeing those arguments and seeing that going on, um, kind of led me to where I went into, uh, you know, fast forward, you know, counseling program or whatever it is, and now doing what I'm doing now as a counselor um, in a high school, but it's just more my trauma, I think, you know, my most recent trauma, my traumatic experience was last November 28th, when I realized I was depressed, and I didn't know what my depression looked like. And I didn't know what my depressive symptoms were, I think I thought I was just going with it. But you know, I, I know we'll dive into this in later episodes or whatnot. But you know, when we talk about trauma, it's just, you know, it's, it's these things that, you know, when you realize like, whoa, I've been depressed, and this is what my depression has looked like for five plus years. You know, when my daughter was born, and I and I realized I wasn't going to be able to be near her or close to her and whatever it was, I started drifting away, I started situationally drinking and smoking and, and sports betting, I, I was doing these that I thought I was in control of. And 
throughout this this traumatic experience, this big situation, especially in the beginning when I first had my daughter, it really is like it made me realize like, okay, but I'm in a good headspace. I'm in a positive headspace, like meaning like um from November 28th on, like, whoa, it's a big freedom. Like, okay, this is what my what my my symptoms were of my depression. And it was withdrawing from my friends who were having kids that of the same age and feeling like the third or fifth wheel. It was situational drinking, smoking. It was all these different things. So um, I realized that, you know, like this, you know, trauma and therapy and counseling is is something that as a man, you got to fight through the stereotype and the stigma first and then, you know, follow through with that stuff. So, yeah, my tr- most recent trauma was like a year ago, you know. That's funny you said that, Mons, is too, about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, my separation with my uh, wife, yeah, so it's... And I understand yeah. the drinking and smoking because it um you you turn to something that the 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 numb the pain. Yeah, yeah. And you think you're in control. Like you're you're in control of when you could drink, how much you could drink, where you could drink, all this stuff. Right. And really the outside world is out of your control and it's spinning out of control. You don't know how to grasp yeah. it. So it's those things that you know, yeah. Hey, congrats, dude. You're making it, man. You know, we're out of we're out of year. I know it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> me and Corey were me and Corey were going through it at the same time, and we were drinking like a lot. He was coming over my house, yeah. and we were just chugging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, rough boy. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? A lot of times, I think um, we we do that just so we can't face our problems, so we yeah. gotta deal with them. Um, on the on the back end of it, we cause more trouble, more problems, and more trauma, and more uh, delays of healing. Yeah, because we're doing a lot of that shit that we shouldn't be doing. But um, yeah, yeah. you know, and and generationally speaking too, you know, like this is all we kind of seen as well. You know, we've seen our, we've seen our Very parents, true. our aunts and uncles just kind of turn to the bottle or turn to the weed or turn to the whatever. You know, these vices. And the substance, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But what's crazy is, you know, what's crazy uh, when we see how my, my mother and father didn't drink. So but I had uncles that drink a lot of times. They don't talk or deal with their problems. Yeah. Maybe if they did talk and deal with their problems, maybe we wouldn't know how to deal with ours when we hit the same wall. Or at least navigate through the through the woods, you know, when it get a little tough. But but again, we getting older. So now we know better. So now as men, we trying to do better. Trying to show the younger generations this is what it is. I mean, I understand what you're going through, or maybe I don't understand what you're going through, but this is not the way that you should be dealing with certain things. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we tend to hold a lot of stuff in and tend to hold a lot of stuff in and you know, it just blows out after after that. Like, you know, I'm very glad that, you know, I found a group of friends that I could just be open with you know, without any, without any judgment in my circle. So how did you guys treat that occasion when, you know, you were going through that trauma? Well, for me, you know, what's crazy is for, so for last year, um, uh, a good friend of mine, he's actually my daughter's godfather. Uh, me and I was talking about, he said, yo, start a journal. When you go through certain things, write it down on your phone. And I was like, fuck you talking about hmm. says you know what it makes sense because a lot of things you don't want to express out because you don't know how anybody gonna look at you or judgment be judgmental so if i write things down in my journal can nobody judge me 
And he's also said, you know, maybe you need to pray a little more. All that works for me. Um, yeah, I mean, he said, if you don't know how to pray, just have a conversation. That's what it is. It start with a conversation. You know, a lot of times, you know, as young men, we don't hear it. Oh, you know, sit down and pray or sit down and write a journal or do things to let your, uh, the bad um, the bad mojo out. We just know how to react on bullshit as of drinking and as of smoking or as of chasing women and all this other shit that we shouldn't be doing. But Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, sometimes like meditating, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Taking on different hobbies that that's out your comfort zone that allows you to like, you know, just to be like, whoa, this is this is good because like you said, the, the quickest thing is, let me go get a bottle. Let me go. Easiest thing. Me, yes, yeah, easiest and quickest. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, right. Those things are so accessible. Right. But we also have the other thing that's accessible was like, let me just meditate. Let me, like you said, pray. Let me, let me um read a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because you get to also experience different things through like reading, like, like yep. people that you think are like great or whatever. Sometimes in that book, they're telling the, the trials and tribulations they've been through. Right. And it, it, it lessens you to be like, oh, this is part of my journey. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like the end of the world or like you said, whatever you don't want to discuss with somebody you might see that in a book or hear that in certain music. And, um, you have to have a support system, you know, like you got to kind of look for those people. And it's funny because when you're younger, some of your support system, they're in the same pain, but we deal with the same. So it's just a bunch of guys like or kids drinking and smoking, doing whatever. And you think you feel good because everybody's doing the same thing to yeah. escape uh -huh. instead of the same thing to heal. You know what I'm saying? So you get older, like something like this. This is not escape. You know what I'm saying? This is a this is to navigate the woods, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm -hmm. not a, like, I'm scared of the woods, let me just go over here. So it, it's, that's the thing I've seen, it's like taking on different solutions that that can help. It, it doesn't heal everything, it helps, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You're, still gonna, you're still gonna go through what you gotta go through, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm -hmm. not a, like, I'm scared of the woods, let me just go over here. So it, it's, that's the thing I've seen, it's like taking on different solution that that can help it, it doesn't heal everything it helps you know what i'm saying yep. you're still gonna you're still gonna go through what you gotta go through you know what i used to think it was lame going for a walk or going hiking bro <laughs> you do those type of things man i'm trying to tell you i used to hear about hiking people used to be yo hiking i'm like yo it's mountains and all that stuff when you do those type of things, I'm telling you, come back from a hike, your mind is so at peace. Mm -hmm. Nothing bothers. I've done, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It, it's being around nature, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And like I said, that's stuff that you're thinking about that, like as dudes, it's like, yo, we used to go into the bar, we used to just go into mm -hmm. Artiste place and let's just get it in, watch the game. Yeah. And I remember, um, Eminem had a line like that. See, it was crazy. His album was one of the albums called like Recovery. And in the yep. song, he says, in the line, he says, because he's dealing with the alcohol addiction, the pill addiction. He's like, in his inner voice is like, he's watching the, the game and it's like, yo, just have a beer. Just have time. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Just like you're talking yourself into yep. going back to your your your, your, your habits, your vices. Yep. When you're trying mm-hmm. to change what you need, you yep. can't do that by yourself because your inner yep. voice is gonna come out and it's gonna yep. be like, yo, it's just halftime. And then he said after he had that one beer, thing he's on the floor. Like it just what like you said, if somebody like, yo, let's go for a walk. There's no there's no escape with that. You're gonna be with your thoughts. It's gonna happen, but mm-hmm. it's not a thought to to kind of derail you. It's the other side of your thoughts, which is like thinking about what are you going through and, and, and expressing that. Yeah, so I, I like that one. It's way out is I think through, you know, and I definitely through my time, you know, I think going outside and and just really being at peace with the, the environment around you, you know, like I think mm-hmm. that. I think that like having what you said, Artis, before, man, having a friend group, having a good group yep. of people that are good listeners, you know, there's, there's, you know, we have all different definitions of friends and what type of friends, you know, that you have in your life, you know, you have, if you really broke it down, you have the friend that you can call all the time, you have the friend that the blah, 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 and it's all good and it's all love, but it's all just like, you know what? There's those times where it's just like, okay, you know, you have to trust in yourself and and the connection that you have with your friends to be open and honest with them and let them know that you need them during these times as well, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, you know, it's, it's, for me, you, you find this, 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 my, one of my things I love to do is go for runs, you know, go for a run or work out or sweat, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Being outside, sweating, exfoliating and, you know, and, and, intrusive thoughts are great to have because it teaches you how to really go through it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have these thoughts, you have these things, you know, and you get kind of used to, like, you're just saying like, you know, Corey, it's like, you know, writing, you know, writing things down. And the thing is the big trick about writing down and journaling is that you have to go back and read it. You have to go back and really, (laughs) and really cringe, cringe through those words that, you know, like those, those feelings, because you're going to tap right into that feeling and when you're at one one vibe already, and then you tap into something that you wrote and then you know it was you. Like, I mean, I remember just myself going through that. I can't speak for anybody else, but when I read my shit from way back in the day, I'm like, oh my God. Or even like recently, you're like, damn, man, it's powerful. So, you know, I definitely, you know, for me to touch upon every everything that you guys said, like really it's 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 a bit of everything for me, uh, for sure. But I love the fact that you know, Artis, you mentioned like you had this friend group, you know, and being able to like, you know, being able to be honest with your your boys and your men, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a, a guy or dude just needs another dude to just be like, yo, I love you, bro. Like, I love you. There's not like ending a football with you. I love you, bro. Like, there's no, like, it's happening more and more, I think. Like, I, I right. see it more, which is cool. But, you know, that stuff goes a long way. You know, you, you condition yourself to really just being loved. And feeling love, you know. It's funny you say that because uh, I have a lot of fellas that, again, like I said, I was mentoring. So a lot of our, uh, the mentors, the adults, we still hang out with each other. And uh, one of them said to me, he said, look, he said, he said, I'm my brothers. Y'all not my friends. Y'all, y'all family. He said, when I have some, y'all more than welcome to come over. Y'all need to stay. Y'all come over. He said, I love y'all. He said, um, if I can't cry in front of y'all, y'all not my real friends. Mm. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And you know we have a lot of times we have heart to heart talk. Again, we we that's what we don't have as men. And it's good to have them certain type of dudes around you. Yeah, we could go before we could go out and drink and I smoke cigars and ride motorcycles. They don't do it, but you know, you know we could go out and have a little fun. But you know when we all come down to it, we could really talk. 
we could really talk yeah. as men. Like, yo, this I, I'm hurting. Damn it! How how about this? Look, I'm, I'm fucked up. Uh, my phone bill is due. I ain't got no money. Don't worry about it. I got you. Or I need some place to stay for the night because me and my lady done went through it. You know what? Yeah. My couch is yours. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, y'all said y'all go out, go walking and running. I ain't running nowhere. Damn that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I will go outside, yeah. but I'm, but what's crazy is I'm a camper. I like to go camping. Oh, see, I I that's great. Yeah. You're halfway so there, you man. Go. You're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I go for a walk, but I ain't there doing no running. Yeah, that's Damn it. That. I like to go someplace where I can kick back and really relax. Like, I like, mm-hmm. to, like when I get on my bike, I go like by the water. Go down Elizabeth Front Street or go to Per Fanboy down by the water or go down to Seaside Heights or somewhere just to sit over there by the water. That's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it was... Uh... You know, you know those for those who know me, like I used to go to the gym every day, and during the pandemic, I, I quit. Like you know, like I was just like wanting to be, uh, safe because my you know my ex was you know she had immune system issues, so oh, I... I lost my confidence during the pandemic. But this year, you know, after what me and Corey were going through, I. I recently went back to the gym and you know, Corey is like one of the guys who usually just checks up on me. Like, Hey, you good? You good? You know, okay. Like, you know, at least like, you know, we're all busy people. And for me, like, you know, for him to just ask me that, like it, like made me feel like, you know, it made me feel good. And that someone's actually checking up on because no one really checks up on me. I live alone and you know like it kind of like snaps me back in reality even just like small quotes that he sends me over and you know makes me just snap snap back into place be a friend that that, that type of that you need or that you need it yeah so a lot of times you know um yeah you know you just reach out it don't take much to reach out yeah you know there's times, there's times where I think to myself, it's like I have to, I have to tell myself to chill because I, there's a lot of outgoing messages as opposed to incoming oh, messages. Let's just why I say that. That's great. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just that feeling that you get where it's like, yo, why do, why am I always the one reaching out? Why am mm-hmm. I always the one with them? Blah, blah. But I have to take a step back and be like, yo, that's who I am. This is who I am. I'm doing this out of my own love, my own energy. I'm doing this for me. Um, but go ahead, Wendell. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, my back. I want to jump in on that. So sometimes it's, even with that, that could be the traumatizing part that, like you said, Corey is like, oh, I got to be that friend that I want to my friend. But then mm-hmm. you got a couple friends and you're doing the same thing. That's now your energy is being drained. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then you also, you pull back because you're like, I'm dealing with anybody, but then you go into isolation. You know, it's like, regardless, it's, it's got to be reciprocal some way, somehow. You know? Like, even though you got to be that friend to somebody that, I mean, you want to be that friend that you want to be, that you want to have, mm-hmm. that's not the dynamic. You got you to gotta be the friend that they need. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. You- I get it too. It's, it's just a weird thing sometimes because what, I, I just noticed sometimes that, to Jared's point, it's like, yo, everything's going out. And probably everybody feel the same way. But nobody voices that. Nobody's saying, 
Mm-hmm. Hey man, I, I've been I've been checking up on you. You never you never say nothing because a lot of people feel entitled with friendships mm-hmm. and, yep. and, and whatever it is. Like they see you as that person, and then they're gonna unload on you, dump their energy on you, and that could be traumatizing sometimes as well. My experience, you know. What I'm saying? But, but a lot of times, I, I guess for me, it, it's crazy. You know, sometimes I be in my thoughts when you say you're going to get a little. Um, your own little hole, you be in your head. You can be around a bunch yeah. of people, but you be in your own head. So a lot of times, um, at the right time, people will hit me up, text me, hey, Corey, I just called and see what you're doing, how you doing, yeah. what's going on, you've been yeah. on my mom. That makes it different for me. Yeah. So if somebody can make my day, I can make yeah. somebody else's, especially yeah. somebody I care about makes my day. I got to make somebody else's day. I'm a, I'm a yeah. uh, how do you say, pay it forward? Yeah. I'm going to pay it yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of times, so when I'm in our teacher and things, yeah, something just happened. Boom. Yeah, you know, I'm reach out to him. Like it was crazy. Um, a friend of mine's, uh, he's a pastor. I was at work driving. I'm going through my own little shit. He said, "Yo, Corey, he texted me, hey, can I, can I uh, pray for you?'" Wow, that's so powerful, dude. That's like that. Yeah. Especially from the past, I'd be like, when I pulled over, I called him. He prayed for me. Yeah. That shit is like. That that took me somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, I had a friend of mine too. He, he used to say, and this is a great point, something I want to bring up as far as like, sometimes you got to give your friends, your circle validation. Right. They don't hear right. from anywhere else. So it's like, right. So sometimes it's like the I love you thing, but sometimes it's also, yo, man, you're doing your thing. Like yeah. that, that right. emotion you got, that, uh, that new car. Yo, that girl you just bagged, you know, say something like, because yep. it's, it's jealousy if you don't say anything, you know, if you like, you that's your crew. And then you can't like tell your boy, your family, like some, like nobody does anything sometimes when they like, oh, I expect that. Like just because somebody's on a winning streak or whatever they're doing in life, they're like, oh, all right. Like, I'm not going to big him up. I don't want him to make his head get too big and all of that. So it's right. no value. You need validation sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That because you're doing all these things and um, it, it is it is part of your journey and everything, but like everybody's not the same, so everybody's not doing the same thing. So there needs to be some acknowledgement for um, those those uh, checkpoints in your life, you know. So it's I me mean, that's as I love you, like somebody appreciating some of your success. You know? yeah. Appreciation. You still what? That's a appreciation. Yeah. Yeah, the appreciation, yeah. you know, like you know. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the thing too. So yeah, I see, I see that's that that helps in it. And I kind of will downplay it, but then that's something like, wow, you know, like some your circle or whatever, they're paying attention, you know. And yeah, then even with your yeah, even with your pastor wanting to play, uh, pray for you, like wow, you know, it, it makes you like it, yeah. it takes you out of isolation. Like, you're, you're not yeah, by sure. yourself. Even though you're yeah. by as a man, that's how we're wired. What? There's a tribe out at the same time. So it's like, yo, I see you. I see you. You know, like, there's warriors out there, you know? So, yeah. yeah. It was, um, well, in terms of religion, like, it's actually most recent with Mark, who's not here right now. Uh, he told me like recently just like go back to church you know i think you'll find peace with god and the whole time during the pandemic that's actually the time i stopped going to church 
um, you know, just trying to protect my family during that time. And felt like I lost God for a little bit, but since going back to church recently or even just praying, it, it's actually helped like a lot. Yeah, I think, um, and, and everybody has different beliefs, different um, spiritual beliefs or whatever, but um, I go in this like, there's a connection of like a higher power. Like I said, whether it's nature, the universe, or, or like you said, God, it's just that there's faith in like what you're doing and you don't second guess, but then you can lose yourself. Like you said, when you like, you stop going to church or whatever, lose God, like there's a part even that happened with me, whereas like there's success happening and the ego is alive and it's like, yo, that's me, that's me. Mm -hmm. But you create a monster because when things, like I said, it's, it's, it's cyclical, it's up and down. So then you're down, yo, that's my fault. Now, now you're beating yourself down where you actually need to be the same way how you were up as far as like whatever you're doing successful wise, even just as a person, you need to like give thanks to something to someone like you know the energy because when you're down you're the the ego's gonna beat you down like yo i knew you didn't i knew you didn't, you weren't gonna do it you know like that that's what sometimes some people say don't beat yourself up but you yeah. know you know yourself and then but then, like i said that ego that got you up there now is beating you down because you're down right now and it's it's a, that's a tricky road as well but you need faith something something in someone you know that's that's how i feel um, and it's interesting because I started, I, well, I just finished this book, talk about reading and it's, um, it's, it's a book, How to Eat to Live, you know, and it's just talking about, but it's back then, like I said, I'm not reading for religious purposes, but it has to do with like the nation of Islam and everything. And it's like, I, reading that book and it took certain quotes out here and there, and I never read the Quran or anything, but it was just like, it brings you back to like understanding there's a community but you're not mm -hmm. like in, 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 in the whole world, you know, it's just not you. It's just not you. We all have to do some of these things, eat. We all have to sort our thoughts. We all have to go through grief. We all have to smile, hopefully, when you're having a great time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes somebody like, I don't want to get too happy because I know something else is going to happen. You're going to have a negative outlook. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, our teachers, you know, uh, uh, I lost God. I don't think you never lose him. You forget about him. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you know, you forget about him. You put him up on the shelf. Like the old song said, a cleanup woman. You put him up on the shelf and then when you need him, then you go back and get him. At the end of the day, you all need him. So that's how I look at it. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer and closer to going, like not so much going, getting back into church or whatnot, but I'm dating this woman that that is that goes to church. She doesn't she's Portuguese. Um and my dad reads at church like every Sunday. So it's like it's all around me, you know. I never fought it or anything like that. I'm way more spiritual than I am religious, I guess I can Likewise. say. Likewise. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely have faith in me and a faith in the in a greater purpose for sure. Um but yeah, so like talking about this is funny. It's just like, oh, here we go, another another little sign, you know, another little eight to ten minute, eight to ten minute reminder, yeah. reminder. Yep. <laughs> final thoughts on like, um, well, I'm, I'm just thinking of final thoughts on like 
the same way we just talked here, and you get to like bounce ideas off of like how to treat, like um, deal with whatever you're dealing with. And I'll say like right now, the space I'm in, like I said, I, I just got back to reading. And I think that's helping me like get a lot of outside respect. Like that idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then when you read, you can also dissect. You don't have to take that with you. You're like, oh yep. man, that's what they were going. That's what they were doing. I'm not doing that. Right. And something else, you could be like, damn, I never thought about that. And it could be a yep. part of your, um, your, 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 your evolution. You're still growing. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now with a lot of reading and um, still some drinking. I got to figure that part out. You know <laughs> yeah, but um, that's where I'm at right now, you know? So I'll just, if everybody can wrap it. I mean, final thoughts are like where you are right now. Yeah, uh, well, my final thoughts are, you know, like really just getting back into me. For me, it was like working out um, and, you know, praying and, you know, and keeping myself around with positive people um you know keeping my circle you know just like really tight and you know just staying positive and going through therapy um and those are my final thoughts oh well, well my final thoughts are i'm not the most religious person not even like you guys are way better than i am so i, I give y'all a lot of credit i've had my i've been in I've been Catholic school, religious school for my whole life. So I, I did the opposite. I went left. But I still think there's something out there. But for me, my thing that's helping me right now, I'm working on my podcast. I'm doing stuff. I'm writing down now every day. And even with kids sometimes, it brings a joy because they'll be like, oh, Mrs. Zaza, I saw your podcast. Now I want to do a podcast. It's that mm -hmm. reaffirmation like, yo, I'm doing something good that people are seeing those are the type of things that always push me forward. And, you know, this, this always, always keeps me going. Now I wake up, I'm thinking about what's the next move for, for this? What can I talk about? And you just got a joy. I got a bounce in my step now. It's funny. I was just commenting with somebody earlier, uh, again, going back to journaling. Um, you have different conversations with people and some that stuck out and some conversations I had, um, Three sayings that that's been pounded in my head, and I wrote down in a journal. I'm gonna keep keep doing. Uh, one is uh, forgive yourself. A lot of trauma that we go through, um, we beat ourselves up. Yep. Need to forgive ourselves. Uh, second one, be patient with yourself. You know, a lot of times we um we try to get over things too fast, but then we hit that damn wall. We done made four rights, and we right back to where we was at. Um, third one is stay focused. Stay focused. Whatever you want to do in life, whatever you got, uh, your goals is stay focused. It's going to get hard. Stay focused. My thoughts are just remember whenever you're talking to one of your people and, and around your circle or whoever you're blessed with to talk to at that time, wherever you are in this moment, that trauma is trauma. Trauma could be anything um, and to, to encourage talking about it and getting it out and being maybe that first male role model to another adult man uh, because you're being open and saying, I love you and, and being appreciative of the hard work that they're doing and you're feeding them that positive reinforcement. 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, to be that the person to do that. Um, you know, just that the, the uh, you know, your boys need your boys and, uh, you know, just a simple, a simple act of love goes a long way. So whoever that comes, whether it's verbal or from uh, an act, um, you know, feed that love language, uh, whatever it may be. Well, wrapping up uh, episode one, thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to comment your thoughts, like, subscribe at Mug Talk Man Cave. We're all in all platforms, TikTok, YouTube, podcasts. Um, Instagram, Facebook, if you'd like to get more out of our discussions, a free f- feel free to uh, subscribe to, you know, all, in any of the platforms. And thank you again. And we look forward in giving you more content in the next episode.